0: Don't let the overcast skies of autumn lead you to think sunscreen is not necessary. Even on cloudy days, your skin can still experience sun damage. Sunscreen is the number one tool for skin cancer prevention, not to mention age management. If you have skin concerns or are due for your annual checkup, make sure to make an appointment with Treasure Valley Dermatology at 208 skindoc And if you're looking for skincare information, make sure to follow Dr. Dustin Portella on Instagram and TikTok. Are you confused about investing, wealth management, hard assets versus soft assets, and Bitcoin? What about inflation, millennial disadvantage, and stablecoin? These are just a few of the topics being discussed right now on the social media pages run by Jesse Taff of Waypoint Real Estate Group and Bryce Gonser of Fulcrum Home Loans. They are continually providing education for building wealth in real estate and beyond. If these are topics that you want to know more about, head over to follow them on social media.
1: This is the Boise Bubble Podcast. Welcome back to the conversation.
0: This is Natalie Plummer. Welcome back to the Boise Bubble Podcast. In the next episode that you're about to hear, it starts out a little rough. We attempted to do this podcast discussing some of the struggles that we are currently going through and we weren't in agreement exactly on how we were going about it and the conversation got a little heavy and a little emotional. Um, Shane chose to start the podcast in the middle of some of that emotion so that we could be in a healthy vulnerable state at the same time. I am a little teary so that's what you're hearing in the beginning. After a few minutes I do rally Basically, this conversation is a very raw look into what it's like for a couple that's been together for quite a while um, that is struggling with separate things at the same time. And we discuss some of our plans for how to move forward in a season of sacrifice and struggle and how we can have some tools so that instead of moving apart from each other, that we're able to still support each other and ourselves um, with some hope that there will be some relief in the future. So we welcome you to join us with this conversation. It's, um, it's a little emotional. It's a little raw. But as we are always doing in our podcast, we're experimenting, and we hope that there is some value. Well, welcome back to the podcast. This is our second take. For this episode, the first one didn't go great, um, I think
1: I think trying to navigate our feelings right now as we're both going through a very trying personal time is difficult to structure a conversation around it.
0: I don't know if it's difficult to structure the conversation. It's difficult to do it in a podcast format, um, which, you know, maybe it's not. But um, uh, the point... Of this episode was that, um, as I've mentioned, social media, um, you know, we're a married couple who, after two decades have I I think we do pretty well at supporting each other when we go through hard times. Do you agree with that?
1: Uh, yes, I definitely feel supported. I feel like you've been an incredible support as we've gone through all the different phases of our lives.
0: Um and one of the, um one of the things we talk about is that we take turns like uh you know when i'm going through hard things you step in and when you're going through hard things i step in and you know for the most part that works but you know it doesn't it's not always like that like <laughs> i think the biggest examples for me were uh having babies <laughs> Because it's like you were such a support for me. But like at the same time, it's not like you weren't going through insane things. And you, it's, you know, I think uh, you probably needed a lot at that point. I wasn't able to give.
1: Yeah, but I think that that was an example of me trying to just be supportive and take care of myself as best as I could going through it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh um I think this we, feels
1: like a similar time well, for us. Like in retrospect when I look back at having babies and um small toddlers that was a really hard time, particularly h- hard for you um as a woman and as Natalie, it was it was a l- huge challenge and and you know, kids change everything. It sounds so cliché to say that, but changes your relationship and you've got to under you got to work to understand what's going on and and then how to support each other as as things change uh
0: yeah so i think i think what what we're experiencing is that we're both headed. we have both okay we're both in seasons of intense struggle
1: would you agree with that I definitely would agree with that. Um, right. Go ahead. Well, I wasn't going to speak for you. I was just going to speak for me. Um, a lot of change, change in my job and my career, change in our family with you know the um, kids growing up and uh, all the things that you deal with with raising kids. And uh, your career is changing has changed significantly over the past few years um our spirituality and our journey around that has had a huge shift um relationships in our lives um have like friendships have made some ser- serious changes too and i just think that there's a lot of a, a lot of things changing for me um right now and yeah it's been not easy to wrap my head around. For a guy who feels like he has it together most of the time, um, this has been a hard one to deal with so many things at once and not feel like I'm doing it very well.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry you're going through that. And I, I mean.
1: So that's mine. Yeah. Right now.
0: I mean, obviously, I know the, you know, the depth of that.
1: Health challenges for me, you know, uh, not to get into details, but I always perpetually felt like I was 22. And now I'm I'm getting older, and it's hard to get old older. Okay. I won't call myself old, but, yeah, the physical changes as uh, you go through your 40s are real. Yeah. And I don't think I was ready for all those. And it makes me feel a little uh, vulnerable. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and uh you know, just yeah, we're going through a lot of stuff. I'm I'm going through stuff um just healing. Um I have some health stuff that is rocking me like um and my um self worth. I think as well. Um, there's just, there's, you know, you don't have to go into all the things. It's just, it's a season where I think we both feel weakened. Yeah. Um, and like we talk about it because really we're in a situation where we're both feeling so overwhelmed and weak that I think, like, I want to be there for you so much and you want to be there for me, but at the same time. There's very little we can keep taking on.
1: Yeah, I've I have the this this past bit has been different than in the past because like when we were having kids, I felt capacity. Mm-hmm. I felt like I had capacity to do more and more hard work to pick up the burden, to do whatever it took. Right now, when I see the 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 gravity of what you're going through, and I feel the gravity of what I'm going through. I don't feel capacity. I don't feel the same capacity, and so I feel I feel helpless in some ways that uh, because I can't help. I mean, I can barely keep it together to help myself, much less um, have much in the tank to give to you to help you. And that's that's hard for me because that's not been the pattern in the past.
0: Yeah, and I, I think. I mean, we've gone through moments of that. Obviously, everyone does. But it feels like this is longer. So one of the things that we've been talking about, like as a couple that wants to stay a couple, (laughs) like...
1: That would would be my vote.
0: Yeah, is like how do you go through this where you feel like you have no capacity, but we don't want to like ignore each other. We don't want to say "You, you go to your corner... I'll go to my corner and we'll come back together when we're able because that's not really what a relationship's about.
1: Yeah, that doesn't feel quite right to me.
0: I think it's easier if we just summarize kind of what our goal is, our plan for like and why we're sh- releasing this now. Um right. So basically what our our thought was is what if together we make some goals that we can support each other in that are very basic. Um but that we are are together working on the same goals that help our mental health, our self-worth, so that we're not taking on each other's burdens so much as we're just kind of, we have this space between us that we're working on these same things um, that I don't feel like add an additional burden. They're just more, well, we can talk about it, we we mentioned what if we focused cuz it's october from now into the end of the year on these very basic goals that we know will at least help our mental state right um and our physical state not like you know like every this everyone always does these new year's goals of like the hard 75 or whatever like these insane things because they're trying to like completely recalibrate, but um, what if it was just these really small things that we already have proven, there, it, there's proof that if we do those things, we feel better.
1: Yeah, I'm not in a place where I can tackle a huge, massive, life-changing goal mm-hmm. right now.
0: Well, because we're already doing that. That's one of the reasons we're so stressed out. Like, you are, you, you are already doing that at work like with the stuff that you're dealing with, like you're tackling this massive goal. And I'm trying to tackle some like spiritual self-awareness things and go into a place of going into a a very, into a supportive domestic place, which I want to feel really good and happy about, but I'm having to totally change my mindset um, to go into a support role, which is difficult for me. So, I think we're already making those huge those huge strides. It's just what can we do on the side of those huge strides that feel good, that bring us together that um, that that uh, increase our ability to reach these huge goals that we have yeah um, so, a handful
1: of things come into my mind as far as actions to get good sleep to start exercising consistently, even if it's not big things, just to start exercising, um, and to be conscientious of um, some dietary things. I don't want be too specific. I think that that would bore a lot of people, but like, um, and therapy. Uh, I've, uh, I've started going back to therapy. I'm a huge proponent, proponent of therapy. I've benefited from it greatly. Um, having somebody to talk to to carry some of that burden and help me figure things out—that's not tethered to me like you are. Mm-hmm. So those are my things that I'm thinking of.
0: Yeah, and I think, I think talking about specifics is good because I think people do want to know that. Like we talked about having these very specific daily things that we could come back and say, "Hey, did you were you able to do oh, this?" Yeah. Um, how we talked about like hydration sounds so dumb, but a few of the things—if you don't mind—that we maybe this will.
1: Yeah, zip through them. Some, okay,
0: yeah. we had talked about um, making sure that each other had dro- had had a lot of water that day. You know, we don't have to say sixty four ounces or sixty ounces on a lot. Just say, "Have you drank a lot of water today?" Like checking in because me checking in on you shows that I'm caring about you. Yeah,
1: and and that's not a huge amount of work just to check in.
0: Yeah, and like and or and at the end of the day, let's check in. We both know that we need a lot of sleep for, like, some of the mental stuff we're going through. Like, honestly, I'm going through some heavy stuff because I have some serious surgeries coming up. And I'm scared. And um, I need to prep mentally and I need to prep physically. So sleep is helpful. Sorry. I don't know if I should turn this off when I start getting teary or what, but...
1: Um as much as you're comfortable.
0: Um, anyway, so together we can make the goal hey, I love you and as much as I want to stay up and have fun with you, my support to you is that I'm going to support your need and my need to go to sleep early. Yep. Um you know, we already su- really focus on our sleep as we don't share a bedroom. Um but like uh we want to be in bed like asleep. I think I think we said like 10:30. Like mm. in bed by ten,
1: I think, yeah, in bed by ten, yeah, is good,
0: you know, and and that's that doesn't seem crazy. crazy, but we have teenagers, farmers
1: are listening to us and thinking. Psh.
0: yeah, <laughs> another one that we talked about is like, um with it, with alcohol, um, you know, we that's not something we indulge in a lot, but we do notice that we we kind of had have headaches when we drank the night before. So we we thought, well, what if we only? Um, I think what we wrote down is we only drink, like when we go on a date night or when we have a special like Sunday dinner. Yep. But we don't just we don't just open a beer or a White Claw just at home to watch TV because yep. we can drink water, and that's it's not as fun, but like it, we're gonna feel better, and we yep. can support each other in that.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a healthy choice in my mind for me mm-hmm. to be very conscientious about how I do that.
0: Yeah. Um, another one we talked about in with the exercise is like very, very small goals, but we can always do more than that. But we had talked about um, most nights going on a walk so that we know we've had physical activity, but we've also had the opportunity to like check on each other and how are you doing? Because there's that dedicated time um, where we can share with each other.
1: Yeah. I love walks together. Luckily, we live close to a park where that's fairly large, and we can take a circuit or two circuits and mm-hmm. download for the day, and that kind of, uh, uh, God, I don't want to say check the box, but, you know, that fills the um, the need to connect and talk, and then it gets the physical activity at the same time. I think those are great things. Mm-hmm. I think for me, the, the value in talking about these things right now is, like, I think forward of... What am I going to feel like? Like if I, typically the winter and you know the fall is not my best season of staying on top of these things that we're talking about that I need to do the most is usually when I slack. I'm usually pretty strong coming out of summer and going through fall, but um, towards the end of the year, it's usually when I kind of take a break and then I'm trying to gear up again. Come January, right? And you know with the resolution season and right now I think if I slack right now and I feel the way that I do, the likelihood of me making any kind of significant change in January is going to be fairly low. I can psychologically feel the unlikelihood of of me doing that. So I love the idea of starting it now um, to kind of gear up to that because I'd love it if I felt better in January to, you know, uh, take on a little bit more or to feel capable of doing so
0: sometimes when we get into these places, what we are missing is hope and having, and and then, but in America we like go crazy and we have to make these enormous goals and like quarter, like Q, Q4 is going to be my biggest year ever um, or whatever. I'm like, or we can just make some subtle things that like fuel our body better, just, just better, just intentionally. Um, And, one of the things that we've done, like I need a therapist, like for sure, like <laughs> I need to, I need to get in that. Um, but one of the things that we did was we canceled pretty much everything for the calendar um, between now and Christmas. Yeah,
1: I, I didn't like feeling so, so booked that we were always just jumping from one thing to the other.
0: Yeah, and September's hard because that's just the busiest, and you know, and just with what we do, we have really cool things we like really support and we like and we have if we're not limiting that so that there's like serious rest and serious just days of nothing but being Mm -hmm. i think we both really struggle um and that's why i think why we love sundays so much because sundays have become this day that it's like nothing is on our calendar nothing except for being with our family and and cooking food and it's our favorite day um,
1: yeah Sunday has become my favorite day
0: yeah so um, some of the things all that on top of that is like for me I'm trying to do I'm far less um, social media uh, just uh, I still have like sponsor posts and all that but like I'm just not there I just don't want to live there it's just not it's not healthy right now so I deleted all my news apps during the election because it is such a shit show And um, it's just not, it's not healthy. And um, it makes me feel crappy. So anything that really has anything to do with the election, I think I'm just out. Um, And I, I was realizing every morning I was waking up and I was rushing to try to get stuff done for work before the kids, you know, I needed to attend the kids. So I was waking up to social media and now I'm not doing that, and I'm I'm reading, like, this inspirational book and meditating, you know, lightly. I'm not, you know, I'm not a – even if it's two minutes of focused thoughts about being present, whatever those things are, um, that's hel- helping me. I need to start my day – I need to start my day with drinking water, connecting with something bigger, um, and fueling my body, you know, <laughs> And I don't need to fuel my body with the global chaos um, that I can just instantly click into. Um, so those are some of the things I'm doing. Um, and also, I, one of the things I really love is that we're changing how we're doing Christmas this year.
1: Man, I'm incredibly excited about a new, about a new Christmas approach.
0: Yeah, you want to tell us just briefly kind of what we're doing?
1: Yeah, I think that uh, we've fallen into the trap of trying to maximize Christmas for our kids ever since we we had kids. And I think that it got to the point where they just, I could see that there was a diminished rate of return. Like, it got so big, but it wasn't getting better. And they weren't more grateful and they weren't more excited. And I think that we've had kids long, long enough to see the pattern that I don't think it's really the gifts that make them as excited as... Uh, Some of the other things, just as the traditions, um, the dinners, the activities um, that are not gift oriented. So, yeah, we're going to scale back um, Christmas gifts significantly this year. I think that we're going to do four gifts and um, and maybe a couple more, um, you you know, from sibling to sibling. But, uh, yeah, we're going to pare down significantly.
0: Yeah, I think that'll be good. It takes a lot of pressure off of me. Um,
1: And we've been prepping the kids mm -hmm. so that they are aware, hey, this is going to be different this year than previous years. And these are some of the things that we're going to supplement to try to have some different experiences that are centered around service or giving, um, you know, and not just, you know, the commercialization and, um, you know, receiving.
0: Yeah. So I love that. And we've talked specifically about how can we serve um, because there's there's very few things that there's very few things that we can do to really you know get us out of our ourselves and our own struggles than helping people in their struggles. and like that seems like it just adds to us, but really that we need that,
1: yeah. I was really impressed by our our visit recently with so good and all yeah. you know how much this guy is invested in service and He is just so upbeat. And I'm like, I need a little bit of that energy in my life right now. So obviously, I probably need a little bit more service in my life right now to feel that. Oh, and we're also decided to change family photos. We're going to simplify that this year.
0: We're
1: taking a selfie.
0: We're going to do a selfie. And I'm still going to do Christmas cards. I'll probably just get them from Costco or something. But like, we're going to, the best part, the best part of family photos is that we go to Cracker Barrel afterwards. You know, we usually are somewhere cold. Mm -hmm. And then we go and we get, everyone likes something at Cracker Barrel. We've been doing it for years. When we lived in Tennessee, the nearest restaurant to us, which was like, seriously, what, half a mile away, not even, was a Cracker Barrel down the street in Chattanooga, Tennessee. So it just became our tradition. And it's like that's the part that's really great. So I'm like, everyone just wear something cozy. We're gonna go up. I, don't know, I think maybe a view of Boise with the Boise uh, with the depot or something. We're gonna take a selfie. I need to order a selfie stick. Don't for, let me forget. Mm. And we're gonna call it good. And and it, that seems like oh, that's such a small thing, but that's only somebody who doesn't organize that.
1: I feel like the photos are symbolic of so many things in in our lives that we've. Falling into the trap of making all these things just to the max. We do them to the max. Well, because we have and the ability
0: to, like, with.
1: I don't know, but li- yet look at how we feel. No, at, I know. <laughs> look at how, what we're dealing with right now and trying to unwind and unravel some of those habits and mindsets of always having to make it the best, the prettiest, the most memorable. And I think that we defeat the purpose. Like this year, I just want to tone it down. I just want to mm-hmm. have fun and enjoy each other and. It was my um, idea,
0: though. Give me credit for that. I said, "Hey, I'm thinking I'm not doing family pictures, and I think we should do a smaller Christmas." Yes,
1: and I, uh, I think that I did the Christmas. Mm. I give you credit for the photos. I, I think... feel, I feel like I need some credit for the Christmas gifts
0: because you were like, "I think I'm going to take on Christmas gifts this year," and I kind of was like, "You have no what? You don't even and know." And wh-
1: it's like now I can definitely do it if if we simplify uh, it.
0: Okay, maybe I don't know, but uh, yeah. So I think. Is
1: that um, hard for you?
0: I because I think you're wrong, but I'm I'm so for me to say you're right would be, but I can say maybe I don't remember correctly. Oh brother! <laughs> I noticed that just between us, I think because almost in it started without in desperation of like we don't have the bandwidth that it just started happening, but then it became more natural. Do we really need to do this thing? Is this really necessary?
1: Yeah.
0: And, um, and I and i feel like that just doing that has given me some hope that even though we're going through like these cr- really hard things separately and some of them together um it gives it's given me this hope that things are going to be okay um and i need that like i need some hope because i can't just say i'm Shane, i need you to take this for me because you can't you got to you got to take care of you right now yeah so i have been thinking um obviously as we're moving into this like season uh, so much of what i'm kind of focusing on is mindset and you know i went on this um weekend um to do yoga and meditation up at redfish also some fun stuff too um but as i d- talked with you you know i had some personal things i was really trying to focus on and had some really powerful experiences up there mm-hmm. um But one of the things that really um, struck me so powerfully, and I actually have talked about this a lot on my um, social media, is that we were doing this guided meditation and they were sharing that when we're thinking of things that we have to do, um, to change that to I get to do, figure out that I get to do, and how much that can Change your entire perspective of what you're doing, and I've been really trying to do that as constantly as I can since I got back about two weeks ago, and it is really amazing.
1: Yeah, I've heard you say this often, and I really appreciate the positive spin on it.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, and, and like saying a positive spin, I feel like it kind of almost it's fluffy.
1: Well, it, it recontextualizes it or reframes it, yes, reframes the the same reality in a different way that you feel different and act different mm-hmm. about it,
0: yeah, I think uh what it made me realize is is really the tragedy of how much I've been missing um because i've I've been seeing the have to, so one of the things was like that I have to make dinner. Oh my gosh, I have to make dinner. And then turning it to, I get to create something delicious and beautiful for my family with all this fresh produce that we have with access to wonderful meats and on these beautiful plates that we've had for years because we've you know, been married. And um, when we're doing the dishes, it's this indication we had this moment as a family, or even if we didn't, that I was able to help fuel them, and and I, you know, oh, I've got to do the dishes. Um, I get to use this incredibly high-end dishwasher to make it so easy. Like, as you just go step from step from step. Even last night, I had terrible insomnia, and was in really awful pain. Um, I made myself think, what is that I get to? And I, I got to spend time in front of the fireplace quietly thinking. And I was wrapped up in these warm blankets and um, <clears throat> I got to have these. I, I realized that through insomnia, it has helped me clarify so much of my thoughts in those late hours. And um, as I'm moving into this season of so many have to, I have to, I realize at the end of it, I could be coming. I could have a completely different experience, even though the day to day won't look any different.
1: I love that. Yeah, I I don't think that my mindset is quite as poetic or beautiful, but I'm just thinking of it's a season. It's time to commit and get through this season. Yeah, and it's just a season, mm-hmm. so it doesn't last forever. And um, and and. I actually do think that there's a lot of positive things that can come out of it. Uh, some better habits, some uh, gained knowledge at work, experiences that I've never had before. So that's how I'm trying to frame mine.
0: Yeah. Um, one more thing I was thinking of that I kind of want to add in for for Mindframe is, you know, we are talking a lot how we're going to we're struggling a little bit to support each other because we're both going through such heavy things. But I thought, what if, what if we moved and this is just, we haven't talked about this at all, but like what if we moved into a place of finding gratitude for what the other person is doing as often as we can and acknowledging that? Because um, I think that as we're kind of separate in some of these things, I think you you're doing so much to support our family you're also doing so much to support yourself and like to focus on your own self-care which is beneficial for our family and i thought if we both feel so supported but we also feel like the other is grateful truly and shows that gratitude for each other i feel like that's like a a a buoy we can offer each other Mm, i love that Yeah. yeah yeah I mean, just today, like, I texted you, like, thank you for this garden. Because as I was cooking for him, I'm like, have I ever said thank you for what you've done for our family? Like, I know it was fun, but that doesn't mean that it was less.
1: I think that you've thanked me before.
0: Maybe. Yeah.
1: Um, I love the sentiment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: I think there's something we talk a lot about. marriages about witnessing each other. Relationships are about witnessing each other. And even if we can't support each other in all the ways we'd want to, we can witness the journeys that we're on and acknowledge the, you know, what we're doing and what we're pursuing. And then you just don't feel quite so alone in it.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm excited for the next few months. I think it's going to be a memorable time. And I'd like to come back maybe at the first of the year and, talk about our experience of what we you know what we expected compared to what actually happened and maybe there's some lessons learned there that other people might benefit from
0: yeah so we'll be back um, first week of January and we'll talk about how things went
1: all right good luck girl (laughs) good luck to
0: you too thanks for listening this is the Boise bubble podcast please subscribe to our podcast and leave a five-star review follow us on Instagram at the Boise bubble And for more information about our community, follow at Hello Meridian. See you next time.
1: Thanks so much to our sponsors for supporting Local Dialogue. We encourage you to check them out online. Jesse Taff of Waypoint Real Estate Group is at www.waypointidaho.com. Bryce Gonser of Fulcrum Home Loans is at www.fulcrumhomeloans.com. And Dr. Dustin Portella of Treasure Valley Dermatology can be found at www.dermatologyboise.com and on Instagram at drdustinportella.